0: Hello, one and all, and welcome to another episode of the Go Play That podcast. Me again, Rob Cook, joined by Bob Marate again. Hey, good evening. And Tom Wolford. Hello. Hello. And uh, we have had an interesting event within the last week on Friday, Tom was in town out here in Madrid where Stu and Earl and myself live. And, um, we played some local multiplayer games for the first time in about a year. Uh, I think the last time was when, when Bob was around. Yeah. I miss Uh, that. And, uh, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, so we're going to run through some of the highlights from the evening. Uh, just a bit of background that, uh, Back when I was living in the center of Madrid, in the very center of town, and when Tom was, uh, living in Madrid still, we, we used to do a near weekly Friday event where friends and coworkers would come around and we would play, uh, local multiplayer games back in 2014 when it was all the rage, back when Gang Beasts was popular and Towerfall Ascension was really big, and then they released, um, the Jackbox Party Pack, Drawful and and just a, a huge list of different local multiplayer games where you're all playing on the same screen, and there were lots of indie releases coming out. So there's plenty of uh, new games for us to try every every few weeks. Rob, uh, yeah,
1: what uh, wasn't that more or less the time when when Go Play that was actually founded?
0: We actually started um, we actually started doing gaming at Rob's. A little bit before we properly launched the site, uh, we we had had the idea between myself, Stu, and Earl in I think it was twenty thirteen. Mm. Uh, we didn't really do much with it. We just sort of came together and and had some early plans, did some early blogging. Then um, start of twenty fourteen, I decided. Uh, I actually had a housemate called called Brad back then who was who ended up coming to a few gaming at Rob's or Gar's. Um, and he was doing this thing called Se- uh, secret Sunday Secret um, Sunday where the host of this party on a Sunday would change, uh, between uh, within the group around the group and you would have, uh, food prepared mm-hmm. in, in each person's home. Like it would change and it would be like a monthly event. And, um, From that, I had the idea, uh, from Brad as well to, to do something like that, but with, with video games and the natural thing to do in a, in a party scenario like that is, is local multiplayer. And that's, yeah, that was when games were starting to, uh, hit on, on PC in a big way in, in that local multiplayer scene. And, and from that, we ended up doing it, um, every few weeks to, to nearly every Friday for a, for a long stretch, uh, Hosting between just myself and Tom <laughs> sometimes when <laughs> it was a quiet week, uh, up to, I think the peak was about 16 people and we had the whole apartment completely full. I moved this, I always have a second TV. I have two, uh, big screen HD TVs in my, in my living room. I still to this day have the two and, uh, I, I moved the second one, the smaller one over to the, to the dining table and we had like, that was the dedicated, Uh, fighting game station. And, and then we had people rotating around the two, the two areas, you know, on the sofa playing new local multiplayer games. And then, and then like, uh, dead, uh, dead or alive, um, Mortal Kombat Street Fighter happening over, uh, on the side. It was pretty chaotic, but yeah, it was fun. Sounds
1: a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, it slowed down and it's now become about a yearly event. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so the
1: the last gar then was when I was over there in February.
0: Yeah, that was number fifty six. Oh, and uh, Friday just passed was number fifty seven, <laughs> and uh, that has obviously uh, gave a lo- enough time for some um, clever developers to release some new some new games. Um, although one of them, which we'll we'll start off talking about, was very popular when uh, in Gar fifty six when you were here, Bob, and that was Duck Game.
1: Duck Game. Um, I bought it. The the moment I came back after playing Duck Game, I immediately bought it. So
0: good. It's really... Have you managed to play it too much?
1: Yeah, I've played a little bit with friends and on my own. Cool.
0: Um, This was a request from Tom because having mentioned it, having played it when you were here, um, Tom really wanted to... I don't know if you'd played it before, Tom, or was that the first time on Friday?
2: No, 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 that was like the last game that came out. That was like the last big release before I left Madrid. Right. So we had maybe 2 or 3 weeks that we were sort of hammering Duck Game, mm. and I really enjoyed it. It was sort of like the new Towerfall for me kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it was a like single screen sprite-based four player um all versus all. Um I don't what, what would you say is the like the the main like the USP, the main drive for this game? Is it the quack button? the quack quack
2: button is pretty important yeah it is uh, is. it's It's something that you don't have and it serves all purpose it serves for trolling just generally irritating people in the room Uh, you know a cheeky quack if you just killed somebody if you've just been killed as well apparently I think you can carry on quacking Um, Mm. what it doesn't work that sounds
0: like a classic English uh, slap step comedy, carry on. Cracking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so basically, yeah, that was, uh, that was one of the last sort of big sort of super releases that I saw before we, before I left, mm. Mm. uh, for single player loneliness. Um, and yeah, I just had a ton of fun with it before we went, cause it's another one of those. It hits that sweet spot where it's like super easy to pick up, kind of difficult to master. Mm uh but it's still hilariously fun for for everybody in the room
0: well it's also it's quick yeah it's it's very fun to observe like we we had a room i think we ended up being about 11 people on friday and that means there's always going to be the majority of the room and not playing but it's still entertaining to watch and the the best bit about it is how quickly it will turn over rounds so you have to be the last man standing in a in a combat scenario like within within five seconds of the round ending the level regenerates randomly to a new one with new scenario a new scenario with different weapons different constraints different level layout there's complexity in like rooms with a with a lock you have to get the key to get any weapons otherwise you've just got this net gun that you can like capture your (laughs) enemies with and they're like stunned for a few seconds and you can go and pick them up and throw them off the level um it's it's great um you have to pick up the weapons from the ground because you usually don't start with them and the options available to you change and they come the changes come so th- thick and fast that the the victor isn't always clear it's whoever can handle the changes and the, uh, the variation to the to the scenarios uh and react as quickly as possible i guess
2: And there are, there's sort of quite a lot of variation between the weapons as well. It's not like, like I I referenced Towerfall earlier, but that is just essentially arrows with as many different mutators as you kind of want to pile in there. But duck game is sort of, all the weapons are crazy, but as you said, you have like the basic net gun Mm -hmm. that basically nets a duck up and you have to pick them up and chuck them off the level or chuck them into a hazard. But then you have like everything from like sort of, you know, 18th century muskets yeah. Which uh, are super powerful will kill anybody you know that it hits, but at the same time you then have to actually tamp the next bullet down, you know, clean the barrel, that kind of thing. So the reload time is just immense on it. Yeah, yeah. and
0: then there's and then there's not there's no sort of infinite ammo. Like if you shoot and uh, it, you know expends the clip in your pistol, that pistol is worthless.
2: It's done. Well, you can still throw it. I don't know. Can you kill them with a throw? You can or probably
0: not. Come over. I think. Oh, and there's um there's also a, a, an important button which is easily forgotten, much as the sort of dash move in t- in Tower Fall is forgo- forgotten. It's um it's a f- a, f- a faint death button. <laughs> yeah.
2: But oh, what I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. yeah it does, Let it alone does. forgotten. Is the left what the hell? Yeah. What the left bumper just makes you pretend to be.
1: Yeah, like, you yeah, drop everything de- you have and you pretend to be that and then. So, so yeah, in them- a
0: chaotic sort <laughs> of uh, free-for-all frenzy, you can fall over, let people duke it out, and then, as as occurs in other games, they are celebrating. Like in Gang Beast, you'll be celebrating, thinking it's all over, and then someone will <laughs> just jump up and uh, and knock you off the edge.
2: <laughs> That's pretty cool. I did. I just literally didn't even know that existed.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, Speaking of gang beasts, uh, we played a bit of that, uh, just a a small handful of us before you arrived. Uh, That game continues to shift and, and uh, you know, shapeshift. I don't know what they're doing with that game. It it got picked up by Double Fine uh, over a year ago now, and uh, they remade it on the latest... Was it Unreal or Unity? I think it must have been Unity. They built it on the latest Unity engine, like, redid it completely. They've been adding new levels and new costumes, but I don't know when that game will finally be done and what it will look like. Because they originally planned to have a story and completely different graphics. They released this weird tech demo of sorts, and uh, it's still great fun. Uh, And every time you come back to it, there's always new content. It's just... It's uh, strange the the life of that game and, and how it's how it's changed over the course of it.
1: I hope they don't change the style very, very drastically because the way it looks like right now, I just love it.
0: Yeah. It's it's character it's very um characterful and it, yeah. it is completely gang beast. They can't they can't drop that now.
1: I hope not.
2: It already kind of has changed drastically yeah. from especially because, you know, again we had the zero point zero one version. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was just the most vanilla thing ever, and we just had hours of fun with that. So seeing all the extra content in it is already kind of crazy and already has shifted well away from the game that we were, you know, used to playing. Especially to the point where your old PC wouldn't actually run it anymore, Rob. Yes. If I'm right. Like <laughs> that,
0: we were <laughs> That was a master you know.
1: indeed.
2: Yeah, we <laughs> were starting to play, you know, we started playing it when it was the most basic thing you'd ever seen and then suddenly Rob's old PC was having real issues
1: <laughs>
2: trying to get eight people, you know, mm. jelly man fighting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, if I would still as heartily recommend it as I did. I think it's definitely worth a look. Yeah. But I'm not sure if the complexity, you know, there's, there's, there's a thing to be said for feature creep.
0: Well, yeah, it's, um, I think the reason we like, Towerfall and Duck Game so much is because they feel complete. They feel like they've reached, you know, they fulfilled their destiny of of what is going to be in that game. And it's fun to play these experiments and these concepts. Like that was always a big thing for us uh, when we were doing gaming at Rob's. Is we'd pick up this game that somebody had had created in, uh, over the course of a weekend, um, and uh, still putting putting time into it. But it was the it was that one one time we played it and experience that interesting concept that didn't really have the legs to, to be a full on experience, but completely fit within what we were trying to achieve. And gang beast is probably capable of more, but right now, every time I come back to it, it's just punch a dude. He he gets knocked out. You throw him off. That's still funny. And that's still fun. But, uh,
2: I have, I have very much the same worry about crawl, because yeah, that was a great one, yeah. and that's sort of gone dark a little bit. I know they're still working on it. I know it's still moving forward. But again, I don't know at what level of complexity they're going to stop with what was we have, like a very interesting idea.
0: Yeah, we've not played it since um, they've added new bosses and new enemies. Um, I think the last time we played it, you could like control ghosts, and there was only one boss. It was incredible. It was really good fun. Yeah. Uh, I think the main thing, we, the main problem we had with that game at that time was that it took a long time to finish one match. Um, which is, which is fine. It's just a different pace to, to the game. But in an evening when we're, tr- we're like putting a game on for half an hour, everyone gets to play it and then you move on. This was a half an hour match, a single match and only four people were playing. And, and to some extent, you'd have to pass the controller over even when it didn't feel like you'd actually Uh, you know finished finished what you were doing Uh, I think that was the main problem but uh, I haven't gone back and and seen what they've done with it it definitely deserves uh, our attention again I think at some point
2: well hopefully I'll be back over quicker than a year this time so (laughs) so we can take a look then sure but um, another game that we did play on the on Friday night which Mm -hmm. is you know probably I think I mean, we've mentioned this before, but I think it is sort of a testimonial to just how pure gameplay will beat content every time. Yeah, and that was clusterpuck ninety nine.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. We had uh, yeah. eight controllers. We had eight players.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even know it supported eight that players. Is the,
0: that is the we played it in it in the absolute best conditions possible. Eight controllers. Um, boring map. Um, (laughs) which is the best map (laughs) and and like a five minute time limit rather than a score limit because we started with a score limit that was the thing we we played during the tournaments we were doing i think it was like first to three but the the time limit just instills that sense of excitement and panic that a a real uh hockey or football match will do where you look at the time and you go we can pull this back we can pull this back um and yeah we played longer than i thought we would but uh, less than I wanted to because I just didn't want to turn it off. Um, just having eight players playing it all, all together and uh, a mixture With of people cool. that have played it and, and not played it before is really good. Like finding the balance, like we had um, myself, Earl, and, and Tom, uh, and I think Pablo, like he w- we were split across different teams so that we weren't just destroying the other team and it was quite balanced overall.
2: It was, it was really good fun. But again, there's so much content in that game that we just didn't even touch because boring map is all you need for that game.
0: Yeah, it's just a, a rectangle with uh, goals slightly away from the uh, extremities of the level so you can go around it like in an ice hockey match. And that's all you need. The, the, the core of that game is that boring map, but uh, the way that they originally have pushed it and marketed it and continue to build upon it is with these crazy maps with uh, you know uh, traps and uh, buzzers and sp- and sp- uh, speed boosts um,
2: flippers and all kinds with, of things
0: yeah flippers and you can fall off the edge of the, the level they ended up they ended up adding more uh, standard stripped down levels to it with like the goals facing away or like on a semicircle um, but none of them compared to the simplicity and the purity of, um, of boring, which, uh, we've got an old article, uh, I can probably put it in the show notes, um, from Earl back in the day, like our heyday of, of gaming at Rubs where he wrote a love letter, uh, to, was it, f- um, PHL Collective? That's the one. PHL Collective wrote a love letter to them and, and, um, urged them to continue pushing that, that singular experience.
2: It was, uh, but it's still nice to, uh, you know, that was one of the old favourites that we revisited, and it was, it was really, really nice to, uh, to see it still capturing an audience. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. And um, then we played another new one, right?
0: Yeah. Well, um, I want to end on the the biggest one for me, but um, just before that, we played a sequel to one of our favourites, which is Drawful Two. Oh. Yep. Um, we didn't play it for too long. We played a few rounds. Doesn't really do much different but uh, it's nice to f- it feels sort of refreshed um the main thing that you can do that we experienced is that you can use two colors for your drawing so you're assigned colors at random as as in the first game but you get two sort of sh- different shades of the same color so you can have a bit of definition um actually my the favorite my favorite um little detail from drawful 2 that i saw was that when it shows your picture to the rest of the group it um, draws it in the same, you know, sped up, but in the same way that you d- drew it. I oh, for, that's pretty. Yeah, cool. Actually,
2: copies actually copies the way you drew to like build it up very quickly.
0: Exactly, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah, you can so, see. Well, we haven't, we didn't get to see it, but I can imagine um, the bit where you panic, uh, think you can erase it, scrub it out, and then realize you're you're screwed, and it end up like just coloring the whole square in. <laughs> um the one thing that we didn't get to try that is very new is that you can build your own, um, prompts. So the game has got these crazy prompts. Um, but eventually you'd kind of work out what the game's logic was, um, and realize when something was definitely a user created prompt or, or guess. Um, but I imagine that putting enough time in of creating enough random, you know, not, quite personal, but still uh, reminiscent or, you know, uh, in-jokey, you know, building your own prompts out would probably make it more difficult to just guess what the computer-generated uh, hmm. answer is. Uh, so nice. that could be fun. Um, but, yeah, we didn't spend too much time about, um, with it. What did you think about it, Tom?
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm I'm pretty old school, so I didn't use the two colors. because mm. uh, <laughs> I was just rolling on the... On the the flow from you know sort of drawful one that yeah. I, you just sketch as quickly as possible, um, it's still got that power to just basically insult everybody in the room with a misplaced <laughs> with a misplaced uh, you know guess. If you remember the first, the one that we did, Rob, the first picture, we 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 could have if if a certain person in the room, hello John, uh, had have been a little bit more sort of. Uh, easy to insult we could have really wrecked his night with that first question
0: (laughs) wasn't one of the actual in-game prompts and we we were stunned when we realized it was was like quiet time with dad yes that's the one that slayed the whole group because like oh my god i don't want to live on this planet anymore like somebody's written that and uh that's speaking to me in very a very strange way and then it turned out to be the real answer
2: yes Yes, I, th- I think on- uh,
1: nothing will ever top Marilyn Manson. Sign my fish. <laughs> <laughs> I think nothing ever will top that, and that, that was. I don't it. know it when
2: we're w- when we're away from the uh, horrendous, uh, you know, recording facilities of this podcast, Bob. We'll tell you what we did. <laughs> okay, yeah, still <laughs> sure thing, but yeah, it, it still maintains that capacity to a shock. You know, everybody still draws big willies as their profile pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just nice to have a load of, uh, cool new prompts. And, uh, it was nice that, and, and it's still so easy for everybody to get, even if, you know, we had a couple of people there, yeah. uh, on Friday that don't actually really play games that much. And they were straight in, mm-hmm. you know, they, they picked it up. It was really easy to just work out like, oh yeah, my, my phone is the paper and I draw whatever, you know. It was cool. I enjoyed it. I I would have liked to see more. Yeah. I do own a copy here. Okay. I just need friends. Are oh, you going on PS4 right, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it on PS4 and I I just unless I can buy my cat smartphones.
0: <laughs> well, I, <don't- laughs> I think that if we can um if we can get a good enough server when we're streaming to YouTube Gaming um, the delay can be as little as five seconds.
1: I was just about to ask you that. I heard that they were implementing some sort of new features that would make streaming and playing with viewers easier somehow.
0: So they have this—they had this audience thing even in uh, Jackbox Party Pack, and then they released a, a second set of of games in Party Pack Two, and it allows ten thousand people to be observing and to and to. So once the game started. Anyone with the room code can join the audience and then can have a sort of second layer of voting where where the audience says, um, What's which the was the best or- one. And that, that, uh, oh, what was the second, the other game? Um, Quiplash? Uh, Quiplash, uh, yeah, Quiplash. Oh, uh, they had, they were able to have, if they had a, a large enough audience watching, that could actually sway the vote, um, away from what the, players were actually voting like if it was strong enough in one direction that would actually be the winner um even if the player vote was was opposing that um i don't know if they've got built-in features to get you playing um but it's as simple as if you know the room code you don't even have to be in the room you don't even have to be speaking to the other person uh who's hosting the game you will get the you'll get the thing prompting you to type or to write or to draw on your uh, on your phone it's just that you if unless you're watching their stream you won't actually know what you're voting on uh what you're looking at that you're supposed to be guessing and and you miss the mm. the whole point of it but uh as long as you know the room code and if the stream delay is low enough that's completely something we could play uh i think Earl joined shell games to play a around uh, last week mm um but i don't uh, yeah. know if they were on i think they were on twitch which does have a, a, a bigger delay um, i'd like
1: to try it out someday though to- like totally all, yeah all we six should... of us or something yeah
0: yeah for sure it's uh it supports eight players so we can yeah. get eight of us on uh in fact we could get six of us plus maggie and lorena and yeah, we're sorted sure yeah um cool that we'll figure that out then and uh and give that a go yeah, look!
2: Sure. Look forward to uh, eight-player drawful from us. Totally. Then I guess. Yeah. Um,
0: cool. Um, okay. The the last one that I wanted to highlight, because um, we we dabbled with a few other things, but the I think my my personal favourite, and I want to see what you thought of it, Tom, was Ultimate Chicken Horse.
2: Ultimate Chicken Horse. We played
0: it probably for an hour and a half all told.
2: We did. Um, it was a very calm one that allowed yeah. you. It it kind of yeah facilitated just chilling and playing it exactly
0: because it was round based but the there were time limits for each you know section of the the match but uh you had plenty of time to think and to take the challenge at your own pace so let me see if i can describe it um i'm terrible at describing game mechanics but but i'll try and describe it oh go for it
2: using an obscure 1980s (laughs) tv show sure (laughs) 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 no it's uh i would describe it as something like American Ninja Warrior or, you know, these uh, these crazy shows where you have somebody, who, uh, you know, these buffed up people who are trying to do the physical obstacle course challenge. Right. With the addition of the fact that you are building and the other people who are playing with you are building the obstacle course as you go. Have you seen this, Bob?
1: I've so, seen yeah I've seen the okay. trailer. The moment okay. you talked to me about it I checked the the store page and I've seen the trailer. It's really really interesting. But yeah, I haven't so, tried it yet.
0: So level level starts out barren. You just have a an ent- like a start and a and a exit flag, like a finish flag. If all of you get to the finish, no points for anybody. If none of you get to the finish, no points for anybody. And then uh if some of you finish, then those people get points and they also get bonus points for their trap having killed someone. And so every round there, there are two stages. The first stage you're actually picking an obstacle or a trap uh, or some weird object and placing it on the level. And it's like, it plays out like a 2d platformer, even with like a Mario style sort of, you can hold X to run. Um, and then it's a to jump and that's about it. Um, and you can dark and you can wall jump and, you need to make the level hard enough that someone else will get killed, but not too hard that you can uh you can't finish the the level yourself.
2: And plus you have to sort of react quite quickly because I think you have about 15 seconds to place your object that you grab. Yeah. So at the beginning they open a box and there's like f- four or four random objects in there uh, or six, six random I think objects it's whatever. Six out of
0: four, and there's four of you, so you need to quickly scramble to grab something and then figure out how the hell you're going to b- use this in a nefarious way that only you understand or something like that. So there's like um, crossbows that you can suspend in the air and platforms that you can then apply ice or honey to. um, These spike traps that you can put around on walls. Hockey
2: puck launchers. Yeah, slap shot machine was my absolute favourite. Yeah, because it goes "Eh," and then just slap (laughs) shot.
0: And if they're... uh, if they're in the air they're they're gone, it just knocks them out of their <laughs> rhythm and and they just fall to the ground and there were points where it was about five minutes of the level being absolutely impossible before someone just gave up and picked the bomb from the box because sometimes like a bomb will drop and you can place that next to stuff and and it will like proximity destroy stuff um, so you
2: can remove a particularly tricky part from the level like yeah. if somebody if somebody's made like the really great idea of putting the crossbow right on the start, <laughs> which did happen a couple of times. Like, yeah. you know, three, two, one, everybody scramble, oh, there's a crossbow automatically firing, so somebody takes it in the butt instantly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah or, well, the actual trend that we picked up on is that no one ever put, sent, you know, used their first platforms in a sensible way. They always put them in a way that it was still impossible to finish the level, just building some horrible messed up scenario uh and then just exacerbating that with even more traps. Um it was it was marvelous. Uh mm-hmm. it, it's it hits that simplicity note as well for us. Um, yeah, where it just it just works so well and you can just understand it as soon as you get, th- you know, thrown the controller um and
2: the- i mean that, that was the first game that matthew my friend that right. visited with me that was the first game that he played because that was the first game we played yeah when we came in right and he took to it like a duck to water yeah well straight away what's his
0: background with with games then
2: yeah he's played a few but okay. he's not a gamer as he as you would say sure you know he, yeah. he doesn't own a console in his house okay he, he doesn't play mobile games i guess he's played you know, probably Saint Mario and whatever through the years, Mario Kart. But yeah, I'd not. imagine the
0: most most adults by this point must have played something accidentally f- somewhere.
2: <laughs> yes, I mean not even accidentally. I think he probably sure. played when he was younger, but right. um, I know certainly in the last, I'm going to say, ten years, he hasn't played a game.
0: Sure. You no, know, that's just a, a testament to that game then. Uh, and Cluster Park, he also picked up really well. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's what these games, you know, the better ones. Uh, are all about they're about being able to get into them uh despite your background or your your um, personal skill even
2: you want to be able to bring a bunch of people to a house put on a game everybody has fun i mean if you remember that we did uh, a special gar uh over a year ago where we Mm. took it on the road yes and we actually took this you know idea of local multiplayer and we took it to uh a place where i used to work um they were tech students a lot of them were into games or whatever but we basically i mean you'd never met them earl had never met them yeah and we had no no
0: idea of their of their background and we didn't matter because we had we had honed uh the playlist to to the extent that they were getting the very best of um,
2: and the very best and, and the easiest to pick up and they they yeah. they all had a whale of a time you know yeah yeah um so yeah i think it's a testament to these games and that's you know that is my worry for certain earlier classics that mm-hmm. maybe they're going just a little bit off topic almost but whatever happens there's still going to be a whole bunch of really good local multiplayer games
0: yeah we know what we're doing where we can actually showcase the game uh even those older games you know in the right light Um, and yeah, you, you're, I'm, I'm sure you have examples of where you've had to sit down and and listen to someone explain the rules of a a board game or something for, for 15 minutes. Um,
2: (laughs) more, (laughs) I played Eldritch Horror. Oh (laughs) dear. (laughs) That was a game when it took me half the evening to just pop out all the little counters.
1: Just to set up the board, huh?
2: (laughs) Not even, yeah. The first time I set it up, I think I did it by myself. Hmm. But I think it took me about 90 minutes to get everything, Christ, like, yeah, out yeah. of the box.
1: We can we can actually play that on Tabletop Simulator. I, <laughs> I found the mod over on the Steam Workshop. So well, there the,
2: you go. That's that's something else we should look Eldritch, into. But that that yeah. game, yeah, I do understand. that. That's a game I've played three times, and I'm not entirely sure of the rules.
1: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> it's complicated. Hmm.
2: But, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the great thing about local multi is you just go, right, A is jump, X is do something jobs are good and or, or
0: just take this controller and learn
2: and learn which yeah. you you actually said quite a lot on friday night because there was a couple of people who obviously hadn't played
0: yeah my catch for my catchphrase for uh for gar is um when someone asks a question says i just say don't worry about it don't worry about it and <laughs> they'll just they eventually figure it out and yeah. uh that's how you separate uh well no there's no separation just everyone gets on really well um as long as they're interested in playing which if you're in my house on a friday night you're probably interested in playing some some multiplayer games um
2: yeah or stealing your tellies
0: all that uh, i think yeah. <laughs> I, I think i'm all good i don't think anyone took anything plenty, I, plenty I it of wouldn't f- go
2: in my hand baggage unfortunately <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah so i'm just really happy that we got to do that again after so long and uh, we'll have to we'll have to figure out a way to do them more regularly or figure out Way to play, you know, or just capture that same feeling uh, with online games.
2: Virtual garman, virtual gar is the way forward. Well,
0: let's let's start with drawful 2 and see yeah. see where it goes. I think, yeah, yeah just the, the stream delay is the the thing that could completely kill it. Um, but uh, I think we can get there. Um, I wanted to talk about something I'd been playing at the weekend, actually, separate from from that. Um, the forest. Uh, which mm-hmm. is something that we all have, I think. I don't know if, Tom, you still keep up your Humble Monthly. I imagine maybe you don't.
2: I don't, simply because... Uh, yeah, I'd love to, but simply because the PC that I have just won't handle anything sure. that's on it, you know? Makes sense. i got a free free copy of Mad Max, which I was really happy about, and my PC just went... <laughs> 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 so, no, I uh, okay. unfortunately had to sack off that £10 a month.
0: Yeah, well... Oh, yeah. um. Anyway, so that humble monthly thing uh, usually throws up something uh, that I definitely wanted and, you know, was holding out for. And then, and then the rest of it is just stuff I've either never heard of or, or something that I wasn't thinking of playing. Which is so, great to
1: discover new things, I guess. Yeah,
0: totally, totally. And new genres and like, well, I've got it. I might as well give it a go. I'm actually tagging stuff in my Steam library with uh, in the, in a try category, like give this a go. Um, have an opinion about it and then, you know, drop the category and, and either it doesn't hit or or you're sitting here talking about it on a podcast. Um, so The Forest is um, a survival horror game and also a just a survival open world game. Uh, so as with Minecraft, there's a day night cycle and you're more likely to get attacked by these weird creatures in the evening or at, overnight. And there's a, you need to sleep, uh, and you need to eat and drink, you need to sustain yourself, you need to protect yourself by building things. Uh, if it gets cold, you need to build a fire so you don't freeze. Um, if you get covered too much in blood, you need to bathe in water, uh, otherwise you'll get an infection. Um, so there's these survival elements and there's these survival horror elements uh, of there's something out there in the forest and i i can see it running around uh and i can hear it uh in my headphones or f- you know from the speakers uh and i need to be prepared for that um and i played it multiplayer but i played it in a local sense kind sort of sort of
1: yeah like online but with two computers on the same room yeah
0: so i yeah so um um my old pc is still in the other room and as i mentioned earlier on i've got the two TVs side by side in the living room so uh, Saturday, uh, I was sat there for three hours. And my girlfriend, I, you know, I, instead of playing it myself, I just said, hey, give this a go. And, and my girlfriend played it for three hours straight. Um, and we figured, hang on, then I think we could play this with the two PCs. And, and that's exactly what we did. Sunday morning, four hours. Um, it, yeah, we only realized we should stop when uh, we got a bit hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We started, so you start your own, your own, uh, the single player and the multiplayer saves are separate. Um, and it's, and it's in early access. It's been in early access since it was released in 2014. Um, but reading some of the forums, it sounded like it, people didn't really like it early on cause it was really buggy. Uh, I and mean, it was a cool concept that people got on board with, but, uh, there wasn't enough there. Um, and it was, too temperamental to stick with, but I think we're jumping on at a really good time now. I imagine that that's why it was in the Humble Monthly because it was something that they could actually recommend and the the Steam reviews were starting to trend, you know, towards the positive. Um, and it supports eight players, guys. Whoa. Uh, so mm-hmm. the two of us, like the, the difference between the one player experience we had and the two was huge. Just cooperating. Um, we actually we able to hurt each other with the trees we were cutting down. If they fall on your head, it, you'll lose about 80% of your health. Um, As you would in real life. <laughs> yes. I I'd imagine. So, um, so we were building, we have our little campfire uh, with a little t- uh, sort of tent uh, made out of, of logs. And then we've built around the whole uh, sort of circumference of our camp uh we've cut down trees and built walls around the whole thing, except for one section uh, that we can walk through. And we've got a little uh, tiny pool of water outside the camp that we can go and get water. And we found these cooking pots that we can uh, fill and then put on the fire to uh, purify the water so we can drink it without getting ill. Uh, We've got this nice little day-night cycle down now where we finally put the last piece of our fortress in place where it's safe enough to sleep at night without because the enemies they'll come they'll come to the entrance and they won't be able to get in so we can sleep safely without them waking us up um then we'll be hungry we'll go hunt uh we'll sort of work together to catch rabbits and uh, and different animals um and we got to this this uh, rhythm of where we were safe enough and and stocked up enough that we explored this cave that we'd found on one of our trips around the place. And we were in the cave for about 30 minutes in pitch black, unless I had this torch out. Um, and we were building campfires when we saw enemies so that I could put the torch away and get my ax out. And we were inching forward through this cave and it just felt like a completely different game. Like, uh, a, a full on survival horror co-op game um and i now i'm not sure what we're going to do we're, there's still plenty of the island to explore we found elements of story like it was giving us this scrap of paper that goes into our notebook and it's there's enough space to fill with 30 more of those notes probably from other caves that we can find around the place and we found this uh we found this rock on the ground that has a bomb icon which means that we can build a bomb So we need to find circuit boards from one of the containers on the beach um, and build a bomb out of other components that we can find, blast that open and explore that new cave. Um, I've been reading about what the game actually is, and it is all about exploring the world, exploring those caves that sort of go deeper and deeper down, finding new enemies, finding new items, and sort of building up your... uh, your camp you can end up building like tree houses and a whole village in the trees with sort of uh you know log bridges connecting them which i guess is the the eventuality of this one uh
2: can you get the swinging log log trap from out of star wars uh, return of the jedi
0: i i'm pretty sure you can
2: okay that's all i need to know i'm gonna try and buy it
0: you can build holes (laughs) in the ground uh and cover it with leaves to build sort of spike pits um Right now, we've just built walls. We haven't built any traps because it's funny to just see them through the, the slats in the logs and know that they're not going to be able to pathfind their way into you. Um, but yeah, we'll end are up. You, are
2: you taking advantage of foolish AI, Rob? Is that what you're doing? Slightly. But <laughs> if we, we
0: can be like, I was foolish enough. Um, we didn't save because uh, you can save and you can sort of explore and you can fall back on a save, which we're not really doing in this case we did, we just wanted to see if they could find their way in, is I sort of tempted them over to the entrance and they eventually got in got in, and mauled us.
2: But <laughs> um, Loreno was well happy about that. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they haven't finished the game, so I don't know where this ends, but they have an update in about 10 days where they, they're adding the ability to catch and eat fish, snakes, frogs, other different wildlife, um and there's some pretty pretty fundamental stuff that we've been using which they only added in the previous update about a month ago so um the game's getting supported um it's really good fun and i really want to try with with a larger set of players so as i mentioned with the humble monthly at least uh the majority of our little group uh has got the game so we should definitely do a fun stream uh, which at least tom you can enjoy as a as a
2: Observer, no, um, I'm going to join on voice chat and make boogly monster noises oh, to go. scare you. Yeah. <laughs> speaking
1: um, of that, speaking of that, yeah, uh, you mentioned before that it was some sort of like co-op survival horror, and yeah. I w- w- whereas I do own the game, uh, survival horror is of course not my favorite genre. Sure. So I need to know, like, downright. I'm okay with like regular horror setting and everything, but how does the game scare you, so to speak? Um the fear of the unknown, I guess. All right. So you just like do your thing and then you encounter something that you never encounter. And it's like, Oh my God, horror. Uh,
0: so there are enemies, there are cannibals on the Island Hmm. and you'll see them in the distance, you know, far enough away that they're not going to come and affect you at that point, but you'll be hunting, you'll be chopping down a tree and you'll see them scamper through the, through the bushes, uh, several, you know, a lot of, uh, several meters away. And, uh, You'll hear them, you know, scarpering around and then they'll end up attacking you. Uh, They'll end up, there'll be some jump scares, but it's all, it's not scripted. It's sort of... uh,
1: All right, if it's jump scares, like because you just turn around and happen to see an enemy, I can get behind that. Okay. I mean, it would be just something like... Yeah, what, what I am not really for is, for example, the scripted jump scares that would happen in games like Five Nights at Freddy's or something like that. No, no, would no. They just jump not, scare you for the sake of scaring you.
0: No, it's not a... It's not The, the main mechanic is not uh, survive this... These, you know, waves of scripted events. Okay. Um, we spent several day-night cycles not seeing any enemies because we were staying away from areas that we'd not charted yet and we sort of had an understanding of and we'd protected well enough uh but we went along the beach to see what else was near our camp but away from where we'd been and we found this whole uh a, what appeared to be a, a you know an empty barren settlement of constructed like a constructed village you know created from the same materials that we had been using for our little hideaway and We sort of snuck along the beach and saw, I think it was like six or seven of them running, circling, slowly edging towards us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we hid, saw three of them run along the beach past us uh, up to another area we were trying to investigate. And we ended up fighting them later on, but they were unsure of whether to fight us. They, They don't just run at you as soon as they see you they're scared of their own mortality as well. So they're sort of edging towards you, seeing if you're going to attack them, oh, that's seeing really if good. you're going to bait them in. And there were two of us, so I was like saying, okay, Lorena, sort of move, move a bit further away uh, and, you know, kill that, kill that rabbit because we need that rabbit for food later, but I'll try and keep them away from you so that, you, you know, because they do, they have attacked us when we've been hunting. Like when we're looking at the ground, trying to, you know, pick up stuff or kill rabbits, they've taken that opportunity as a sign that you're not looking at them and they attack. Right. And that actually worked with the AI. I Because I was still fixated on them and sort of moving slowly towards them, but not, you know, uh, encouraging them. They were they didn't attack when, when Lorena was picking up that rabbit.
1: Yeah, but well, that's fine. I can totally get behind that kind of setting, that kind of behavior. And now I'm really yeah. looking forward to try it out. Yeah, and, because, and, uh, the, and the greatest thing is you already own it. <laughs> yeah i already own it that's the thing it's just that w- because i owned it i was like yeah okay but horror games are not really my kind of game sure. will i ever enjoy this game and now hearing you explain it is it's not really much more different than let's say Ark, mm. also known as presi to poo <laughs> yeah uh so so yeah it's like like Ark, but instead of dinosaurs you have cannibals around
0: well, yeah and, the the thing that does it for us because it yeah when it when you boil it down, a lot of the mechanics are shared between Minecraft and Ark and uh Hurt survival World. Survival games in general. Yeah, survival yes. Survival games in general. But the thing that does it is the setting and the sort of creepiness of it. I'm uh, okay with that. And it and it being a realistic setting. Um I think Lorena mentioned that it's a lot like the film Descent. Okay. Um, Ooh, good. Okay, that's cool. Where you're cool. sort of creeping through tunnels and then there's these scarpering um ragged, scrawny but but speedy uh, humanoids. Um, if you get killed, um, you don't, you know, get a game over state and have to load. You actually wake up in a, uh, hanging from your feet in a cave and get to actually escape. Or you can just, you know, quit the game and, and, and load your save. But, uh, there is definitely this sort of meta level of story going on and, uh, we should definitely give it a go as a larger group to see if you enjoy it because yeah, it's about the multiplayer. It's about cooperating and communicating like, okay, let's not, no, don't go too far that way. Cause otherwise we're going to get trapped. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to be playing it some more. Yeah, I'm just going to
2: watch it just to see Bob and Stu poop their pants <laughs> oh, in unison. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it's because that- <laughs> we, we, you
2: know, from the six of us, we have two people who really just can't with horror games. So. <laughs> Um,
0: (laughs) yeah you know that early either of you played any minecraft i have yes okay well um anyway there's this early the early sequence if you're playing the the real mode where you get attacked at night you have to work quite fast to get a shelter up to to survive the the first night yeah and and that happened here our first co-op attempt we spent too long finding a nice place uh with all the features we need to go and eat and and drink and get water uh that we ended up having to build at night when we as soon as we built the fire without any protection around us the enemies saw that fire from afar and just atta- you know swarmed us mm-hmm. um and pitch black nothing but the flickering flames of a distant fire to to actually tell what the hell is going on it was it was really impressive and and effective um note
2: to self don't go camping with rob <laughs> yeah
0: or or at least just encourage like, just pick any spot whatever
2: yeah, we'll sit here. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: yeah, so I'll be uh I'll be back with more thoughts from that and maybe we can do a stream with a with a larger group. Yeah, I'd like to. Cool. Good. Um Tom, you have been playing some Legos.
2: I have been playing all the Legos as they call them in America. <laughs> uh, Lego if you're from, you know, a real country. Um <laughs> no offense to any americans <laughs> you, you know i don't mean it we're 50% not still bitter. of our audience <laughs> yeah but um yeah basically i'm not going to say much because you just went way over on the, <laughs> on the forest there uh but it's lego it's star wars uh what more do you need to know which one oh. is this this is the, the force awakens
1: oh okay oh, yeah and how is yeah. it different from all the other lego star
2: wars games like I don't three know. Of I them, never right? played them. This you is the first one them. I've actually played in right. of any Lego game.
1: All right. So le- let me let me just uh, lay down then. Uh, Lego Star Wars one. Yeah. I think it had episodes one to three.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Lego Star Wars two episodes four to six.
2: Okay. This is literally just the Force Awakens. The yeah, and, intro.
1: Uh, he- here's my question. Yeah, because Lego yeah. Star Wars three has the whole series or the whole season of the Clone Wars in it. So that was like a single game. How did they manage to make as a whole game on the contents of just a single movie?
2: You're essentially it. playing the film.
1: That's yeah. That's just it then.
2: But yeah, you you literally play the film. Okay, nobody dies because it's Lego. <laughs> so you will notice that when people get supposedly shot or hurt or whatever in the movie, they don't really hear. <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of cutesy there's some little bit you know little bits added here and there but you're essentially playing the film so you start with the to get like the tutorial mission is the ewok battle on endor from return of the jedi mm-hmm. uh then you go to you know you just basically start as the film starts so you end up doing the the escape from jaku for example the you know when they first come down to um to try to find Poe and the droid and everything like this, you just basically play the film chronologically, um, and then you have like sort of hubs between the missions, which are, which are like explorable areas. They're very big, but you there's not that many collectibles. There's just coins because you use the coins, I guess, like in the old games. You use the little legoids or whatever they're called. Legoids. Legoids or leglets. Um, to to pay for new characters, you can you know you can build up your collection of characters by buying them. Um, hmm. So I've got like a million coins already. There's, it's fairly coin heavy, um, but yeah. So you basically play a mission, and then sort of the sequence of story that would be in between those sort of set pieces in the movie are like a little hub that you can run around, explore. There's maybe some secrets, that kind of thing. Uh so for example right now I just played the like Escape from Jakku where where Rey finds the Millennium Falcon and flies off with it. Mhm. Uh that bit was like a whole uh whole mission and then you get to the next mission which is going to uh find Han Solo when he traps the Millennium Falcon again. Um and then after that there's like a hub mission where you are just messing about with inside the Millennium Falcon.
1: All right,
2: And you don't get any like experience or coin, where you get loads of coins and maybe some secrets, but it's not actually contributing to the story kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's it. Basically, you're just literally playing through the game. Uh, it's obviously very heavy on the character switching. I don't know if that was a feature of the yeah. other games.
0: Yeah, yeah it's a big feature of all games. For different puzzles. And uh, it's the main two things I remember from my time playing Star Wars games was, or Lego Star Wars games was, Switch characters to solve puzzle, to use uh, ability that only one character can use, and uh, deconstruct something and then reconstruct it in another configuration to solve it's basically,
2: puzzle. It's basically that. Yeah. Masses right. of little legoids or whatever they're sure. called. Well, and well, I wouldn't.
0: Know. I wouldn't expect them to, you know, rewrite the script for this one. No, it, yeah. it, it is it, kind of it a movie broke, yeah. movie tie-in slash cash-in, but um, the games are of a you know, high enough quality that if you like them, you know, there's plenty. I mean,
2: that's, that's basically the thing. I think it's the quality that's keeping me playing. Like I did think the other day before I started playing, I was like, Oh, I kind of fancy watching that movie again. I saw it in the cinema and then basically thought no more about it, Mm. you know, quite impressed by the movie. And then I figured out it was just empire strikes back again. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, then forgot about the movie. And then I I was kind of feeling the other day, like, no, I maybe quite like that movie. I'm going to watch it again. But this is sort of scratching that itch. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I now I literally do not feel like I have to see the movie again because I'm remembering it as I'm playing. So, um, you know, the John Williams score is there. As far as I know, it's all original voice actors. Okay. I, mm-hmm. Nobody's really stood out as being, like, imitated or whatever.
0: The first Star Wars Lego, they didn't talk then they from from one of the batman lego games they started uh, giving them real voices yeah and there was like they can't, lego batman they can't two. turn back now yeah lego batman 2 that was the one
2: yeah so here they they do seem to have all the original voices you know i couldn't really tell you if it was them or not but it seems seems to do the job and then there seems to be looking just at the trophy list or whatever there's going to be like challenge missions or uh extra things like there's a free play mode Mm-hmm. So you can't actually get all the secrets on your first playthrough of a level. Right. Because, like for example, on the Escape from Jakku, you need, uh, there's a lot of areas where you need Luke Skywalker specifically as a minifig. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. not available to you because, obviously, he doesn't take part in that story. Um, so you have to unlock him and then go back in the free play mode and play those levels. And then you're allowed to switch out as many characters as you want. So then you can, if you've got the characters unlocked, you should be able to solve all the puzzles. Yeah. But the first the first playthrough is playing through, like, the story. You do, as you say, construct, deconstruct, solve puzzles using the different characters you've got available. seems to be slowly sort of amping up the amount of characters. Like, I've just done the last mission with Han Solo in, in his sort of uh, salvage ship, and I think I had five characters at one point.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's that it's Lego it's it's Star Wars. if you like either of those, I think the quality it's polished enough,
1: yeah, I mean but it is I, it I is was,
2: super childish
1: <laughs> I was not really concerned about it would be a bad game. I mean Lego games are as you mentioned before like really high quality, they are all very enjoyable. I think I played not all of them, but most of them. I may have missed one Indiana Jones game or yeah, I don't know, but uh, they are they're really fun to play and but my my concern was that they would it would be noticeable that. Uh, when you when you only have a, like a single movie to span the whole game maybe it would become like it would they would drag it a little bit perhaps or maybe they would make uh, a little bit more um, elongating the levels unnecessarily. that was my concern but if you say well, that it's enjoyable and you say it's fun then yeah i can rest
2: i think i think you you may have a you may have a cause for concern there because what i'm noticing is like uh the like what i act- how i'm actually playing it is in between other stuff that I've got cooking in the background, like uh, in between other games. Um, I'm actually like got three or four on the burner at the moment, and I'm kind of switching between them. So I'm not playing any game for a big long run.
1: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did, like Saturday uh, Sunday morning, I woke up and I played a level of Star Wars, and that's okay. enough because the game is in essence repetitive. As yeah. you know, Rob, Rob pretty much describe the mechanics very succinctly there's no that's need the to play more than yeah <laughs> but there's uh, there's no need to really play it for more than an hour mm, which okay. is what which is what about the level is so looking that i think there's 12 levels you could be looking like on a story completion around 12 hours
1: that's good yeah regular, regular size play. game
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're getting super collective about it and you want all the trophies and all the unlocks...
1: No, you're going to take a long more than that.
2: It will take a lot longer, but at the same time, because the puzzles are like (laughs) hyper-kiddy kind of puzzles, there's no big sort of like, you're never going to be stuck, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't know how many playable characters that game has, but my my last LEGO experience was, I think, uh, LEGO Marvel superheroes that had... Maybe 100 different characters, and yeah, in order to unlock them all, it's
2: this <laughs> is this is probably more than 100.
1: Holy crap! Because you
2: you get multiples of each one. So ah uh, yeah, sort okay. of sort of looking at the character block, I would say it could be like 20 by 10 or something like that.
1: Whoa, Okay.
2: And then there's multiples within that. So there are loads. And like I say, the coin count is insane. Like I'm level five. I'm not even halfway through and I've got straight up a million coins. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it's Lego. It's Star Wars. Yay. Go it's and fine. play it. It's if, fine, if you yeah. like that kind of thing, get your kids to play it. It's it's cute. It's not really massively violent. and it's silly. Yeah. It scratches my collect everything itch. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. Dangerous.
2: Yeah, well, you know, on the, on the other side, while I'm not playing Star Wars, I'm also playing Watch Dogs, so Ugh. it's like holy shit! More I'm just collecting. Collect- I'm just collecting stuff. I've actually finished the main story. I'm just literally trying to platinum the game now, like a Burke.
1: <laughs> That's definitely more healthy than starting on trading uh, c- a trading card game collection.
2: Yeah, or you know, like for example, I am not touching Pokemon Go, but hey ho, let's talk <laughs> about that next week. <laughs> yeah, let's. All right, Bob. Uh yeah. What are you yeah. playing?
1: <laughs> All right. So uh my week has been mostly Zero Time Dilemma, the third entry of the Zero Escape series. I already talked about it a bit last week. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really gonna talk about it much more this week. I just one hundred percent finished it. The game creator said, okay, it's gonna surprise players, it's gonna uh it's not gonna left players disappointed, it's gonna um Definitely play with the characters and with the player, and it does deliver in that regard. So, nice. yeah, yeah, the the story is really well threaded together. No loose ends, as far as I can see. I'm mm. not gonna talk about it at all because anything I can say can be a potential spoiler. Cool. So I'm just gonna say, if you have played the the zero time uh, zero time limit, sorry, the Cape series up to Virtual Last Reward, or even if you only have played Virtual Last Reward, do get that. If you have not played Virtual Slash Reward, ignore it until you have played it, because uh, it's very, very important that you do. This is definitely not an entry level for the series.
2: Really, because mm. Blanca was showing massive interest in that game, and she doesn't generally show interest. You can, in, I mean,
1: you can play stuff. it. You can play it if you don't care about the story. But if you played Zero Time Dilemma, it's going to spoil Virtual Slash Reward' biggest twist and 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 story about it.
2: Okay, so keep it, that in mind. You
0: you just can't go back. It's probably like, would you is say? Would you say it's important? Um, VLR is on PS Vita.
2: Ah, okay. She's got it a. It would be released on fine. Steam
0: at some point, I guess. Yeah.
2: No, no, she's got a Vita, so she can play it on I, that, and then I, go I, into Zero Time Dilemma on the PS4. Yeah, hmm. I want to
0: get through these games as well. Um, there are three of them, as Bob's mentioned. The mm-hmm. first one is on DS. Uh, the second one is on DS and PS Vita, and then the third one is on, I guess. 3ds yeah, same vita. 3ds
1: ps vita and pc
0: um but they're talking about coming out with uh at least 999 the first th- one no, on- both have
1: been both have been confirmed already there was okay. a i think there was a conference last week or or two weeks ago or something right. where the creator did announce that 999 and vlr were coming over to steam cool in fact 999 is going to be is going to be having like a brand new remaster voiceover Mm, that so sounds you, like it's going to take a while. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't on the original game, so I think it's going to take a while. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what to do then because I have VLR on my Vita, but I'd be happy to pick that up on PC.
1: You you don't really have to play 999 in order, in sure. order to get into VLR.
0: Yeah, you're just but you're saying are you saying that VLR is important to enjoying Zero Time Dilemma or not, are you, not are to you enjoying just, Okay, but you're saying that if as soon as you play Zero Time Dilemma, you
1: cannot go back. You will, yeah, you will get uh, virtualized world completely spoiled, or at least mostly spoiled. Sure, but if you play it as a standalone and you don't really mind not playing VLR, mm-hmm. of course it is a great game. You will enjoy it very much. You may at some points perhaps be a little lost or saying, "What the hell are these guys talking about?" Okay, but but it is, I mean, to an extent, and to the extent that they can tell you in this game. It's all very well threaded together and explained. Okay, and you didn't play 999. I I didn't play 999. I just watched some let's plays videos on on YouTube ah, because I couldn't I couldn't really get my hands on that game. It was okay. way too rare back in the day. Sure,
0: but you would have like in my position what would you do? Wait for the Steam release or mm, play VLR now?
1: If you can, and if you uh, don't mind, you can you can start playing VLR now. I think I think I would do that. I mm. mean of course it, it is better if you play nine nine and you get all to get to know the characters and such, but it's not really mandatory. Mm. So it, we VLR, also said it
0: was on it's on iOS as well, I think.
1: Yeah, but the uh, iOS version is a bit different because yeah. in iOS version it's only the story without the puzzles. Right. And apparently some of the puzzles in the DS version has some story intertwined into the puzzle itself. Yeah. and if the puzzles are taken out they're also taking out this part of the story
0: so I didn't do anything to retain what was yeah. in the puzzle Okay, it just
1: took the visual novel and yeah you make the choices that you can make and uh, the story lays out okay. which is fine I mean if you want to get to know the characters if you want to, need to get to know sure. what the knowner game is all about then yeah of course you can get into that but but the mm. the optimal experience is to play 999 properly.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm in I'm in no rush. Um I definitely don't think I'm going to hunt for a DS copy of 999 like You could have a reason. hard time.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Okay. Well, I guess uh that's something that can disappear into my my backlog for for as long as it takes for 999 to get its full on re remaster PC release. Yeah. Uh,
2: on the flip I've, side, I'll I'll tell Blanca to get the uh, to get VLR on the Vita. Sure, totally yes. Yeah. Because we, we already own we already own Zero Time Dilemma on hmm. PlayStation, but I didn't know anything about it. Sure. So yeah, yeah. Seems well, like one of your games, Bob.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is definitely one of my games. So yeah, if if you can and if you want, I would recommend you start over with Virtuous Last Reward already mm. and cool. keep playing onto it. The characters are all new enough, except for one. Mm-hmm. And they do make an occasional reference to the previous game, but even if they do, it is all very thoroughly explained what happened and why is this relevant. So you don't really need to. It's not. It's not spoiled at all. Like like the uh, events on nine 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 and the mystery of nine nine nine. is not really spoiled on, on Virtual Last Reward, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work the same way with Zero Time Dilemma and Virtual Last Reward.
0: Cool. So, yeah, Good advice.
1: The, yeah. yeah. Uh, what you do from here on, then that's up to you. Um, if you do play it, I would be interested to know exactly what you think about it, mm-hmm. and and uh, if it actually blew your mind the way it did mine. So keep me keeping me in the loop for that. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it for Zero Time Dilemma. Uh, the the one the the one game that I've been playing after I finished that was Dead Rising Three on the oh. PC. Um, I had to get Earl to get it for me on the Steam sales because it's. It's not available in Germany. Okay. <laughs> it's Yeah, for some reason, they don't like zombies here or something, yeah. or maybe it was too violent. I don't know, but it was available here. So we had to make some sort of loophole. He bought it, he sent it to me as a gift, and and I've been enjoying it ever since. Cool. And um, there's one thing uh, that that changes from the previous entries of Dead Rising to this one. Have any of you played any of the previous entries? I have played I- some of one, some of two, all of three.
2: Okay. I played all of 1 to the point where I had a perfect run-through. Jesus. Wow. Uh, not much of 2. In fact, I don't even know if I played 2. There's no memory in <laughs> my head of playing 2. And okay. I played 3 for about an hour all right. at a friend's house.
1: Right. So then, then you probably know already. But the, the biggest improvement that this game has, for me at least, is that you have the main story... And you no longer have the constant pressure like, oh my God, I'm going to be late, I'm going to be late. And you have to be chasing out that, that you're in the correct time or the correct place and all that jazz. It's always a constant stress of going here and there, here and there. You would hardly have any time to the side quest. Mm. And um, for what well, I've you, seen...
2: You would once you once you got it working correctly. You have
1: to grind it out. You have to yeah.
0: uh, play, get to the point where you're done and then... New game plus it in a in a sense sort of. Yeah, yeah, with the
2: better, you know, that so you was do that get game. faster. Yeah. That was the game. Yeah. Whereas yeah. three now isn't that game, is it? It's just an absolute zombie death fest.
1: It's not exactly that. I mean you still have this um let's say time sensitive thing, but it's not that that strict, so to speak. Mm. So as far as I got it laid out, or as far as I know for now, I am halfway through chapter two, I think. Mm-hmm. You've got five days. Until the government bombs the whole island you 're located in and uh, and that 's it i mean it 's not like you have to be here at seven a m it 's like if you don 't do it and if you are like faffing around too much, you may just not have enough time to complete the whole story but if you if you can or if you want to, you can just like go around do some side quests, and as long as you have enough time to complete the whole story then then you can just come back mm-hmm. anytime and continue with the campaign.
0: This is one of my Xbox One launch games, and I really enjoyed it from From my memory of it. I thought it was really good fun building on the, uh, the stuff from 2 where you could put together items to create weapons. You can do that to the extent that you're also doing that with vehicles. In, in yeah, that's one.
1: really cool. Yeah. And they also remove the requirement that you have to be on a workbench in order to do that. So you can just do it anywhere.
2: Yeah. You kind of craft on the fly, don't you? Yeah, 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 you can just
1: grab the things on the fly. You can craft it on the fly if you want. Of course, you're vulnerable when you do that. But that's why you wouldn't be an idiot and do it where you're surrounded by zombies.
2: So ha! Then you don't know how I play games. <laughs> 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 like I live my life. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> living on the edge. But yeah, uh, excuse me, zombies. While I tape this carving knife to a broom handle, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's as goofy as the previous ones. In terms of some of the of the weapon designs, can be uh, like really efficient and cool, and some others can be completely silly and inefficient. But yeah, he, he, there you go. You've got like a nice uh, jack in the box that does nothing except popping out a teddy bear <laughs> <laughs> or something. What
2: did you um, What did you think about the boss battles?
1: Uh, I've only had two of them.
2: Yeah. I think and, you uh, you must be just a bit further than from where I was, I think. I think I had two boss battles, hmm. which are like the psychos in Dead Rising 1, I guess.
1: Yeah. It's pretty much exactly that. And uh one of the of the psycho battles that I had I was I was playing on my own and while I was on this boss battle, some other player joined me. And oh. <laughs> he just he just came in with a minigun. while i was just trying to fend myself with my broomstick and my and my handgun (laughs) he just came in with a minigun and trampled all of them like yeah (laughs) and that's it
2: (laughs) no which is go camping with that guy not
1: (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah i mean i I, i've seen the difficulty of uh, boss fights and it's definitely um doable i mean even if the guy didn't show up i would have managed to pull it off myself there were plenty of weapons around they were um the the attacks were enough uh, easy enough to dodge
2: yeah they're telegraphed aren't they yeah
1: yeah so you you, you've got enough time to react which is really cool so it's not like unfair if you play your cards well and if you just know when to run when to attack you will not have any problems which is okay but then again it's the first two bosses so yeah Maybe in the future things get tougher. I would expect it to be at least. Uh, I get. We will see. I don't know.
2: But that's that's Xbox One and PC only, isn't right? It? Yeah. 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 So uh, not playing that then.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought I thought that my PC wouldn't be able to run it just because this. I mean, this is what's like this mental image that I had in my head. Like, oh, my PC is getting old. It's probably not as powerful as an Xbox One, but absolutely no problems. Hmm. Nice. So yeah. I think Earl wanted to play it in co-op. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think he will get, get many, much time later. But mm. yeah, may, maybe maybe we can have some sessions every now and then. We'll yeah. See.
0: Well, I've got access to a Steam account, so I can play it with you.
1: Sure. Sure. Definitely. <laughs> do that. Let's
0: do
2: yeah. that.
1: But yeah, looking.
0: We've forward got to a that. lot. We've got a lot to play together, fellas.
2: Definitely. Yeah, it's looking looking like that. I've got a, I've got a lot to spectate
0: sure well we can
2: commentate d- i can be the commentator that'll be awesome sure a referee <laughs> yeah referee uh, what the- give you a yellow card for uh zombie. smacking a zombie yeah
0: the
1: umpire
2: yeah vampire what <laughs> uh just Speaking trying to keep of, the horror theme going yeah
0: <laughs> we've got um more hitman stuff coming up this weekend like there's a there's another 72 hour elusive target starting on friday dude it looks really cool it has um twins identical twins you you must kill one. You cannot harm in any way the other. Nice. Oh boy. That doesn't sound like a duckable level. <laughs>
1: They're probably no. going to be all together at all times, yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's going to be tough.
0: Yeah, you have to spend the time to identify which one it is based on, I don't know. Um, but we already agreed no ducks, but it doesn't sound like it would be possible anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, looking forward to see that. This is this Friday, right?
0: This Friday. Yeah, we'll probably okay. do it. We'll d- either do it on Friday or on, or on Saturday.
1: Yeah, that looks cool. like some weekend action right there. Yep, totally. Yep. To name right, right. our stream.
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. <laughs> on YouTube. Yep. Right, I'm going to have to go.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think we can wrap it up here. Yeah, totally. yep
0: Okay, cheers. Um, we are available, if you have any emails or uh, questions, podcast at goplaythat.com. You can hit us on Facebook and on Twitter and on our website, goplaythat.com.
2: The best website around. Yeah. Indeed
0: it is. All right. <laughs> cheers, guys.
2: All right, talk to you later. Bye bye.
0: Be seeing ya. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.